Peanuts. We're nuts about beer. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I know. I only just started halfway That's through that. Oh, so you haven't. No venue has been mentioned yet. Yeah, so cool. Just so I walk that, in. Keep that for us. Uh, I walk in and then and the guy comes up to me and was like, hey man, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, I've just. Uh, is there a, yeah, is there a crew here for Riley's like going away? He's like, hmm, you know, is he from Berlin? And Riley's moving to Berlin. So I was like, oh, it'd be pretty funny if he was running that already. Like, <laughs> maybe, like, <laughs> probably not the person you're thinking. I was like, all right, follow me. Like, takes me around the back and turns out that it, it was not Riley out the back. And then we kind of go back to the bar. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, who knows? Maybe, maybe they're late. I don't know. I'll just get a pot and then... In, um, that wasn't the pot of Guinness, was it? No, it wasn't no. the pot of Guinness. That, that would have been weird. That's <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to freak him out too much. Um, they, they had. I don't know. It was happy hour. It's happy hour from like six till twelve, and you get pints for eight bucks or something. Right. Um, I just wanted happy a pot because I wasn't getting a great vibe from this guy. I was like, I don't want to find out there somewhere else and I have to toil through a pint. And I just had a big meal and whatever. So it's quite an intimate space. Like you'd be with him yeah 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 um oh it's yeah not the point really the point being he, he, he was this guy was just going, like, oh, I don't like this it was, guy. yeah i don't know it was just like the vibe was so melbourne but it wasn't authentic yeah. and he he like had to take a drink to this table not table service but it was really quiet and i was just like just take the drink to the table man and anyway <laughs> He turns around and comes back because he kind of like had a little go at the other dude at the bar who was obviously his manager because he didn't want to take this drink. Then he comes back with the drink. He's like, so if I came off a little bit cunty there, I just haven't had my nicotine today. I'm like, dude, take the drink. Yeah, anyway, I, I showed him that I had a vape and we came outside uh, and they, oh, no, he, you're best buds. Now we're best buds. Yeah, his <laughs> name's Nick and he was just like actually turned out to be he'd only been living in Melbourne for <laughs> two months. Doing no names here. Oh, well, yeah. Random Nick in Melbourne. That's yeah. all right. Could be anyone. No surnames. But now he's good. It's all good. Yeah, Another nice fine. bloke. Yeah, it was a nice He was just an asshole at the start. Two, two Brunswick Street for his own good. Yeah, it wasn't a very cool story, actually, now that I think about it. It was a pretty shit story to start the show. Nah, but, but I guess, out. like, I'll probably cut that because I feel like I've got the levels pretty well bang on. Yeah, cool. Now. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks for regaling that. It was that. a pretty shit. Should we try a, a different story? Yeah, I don't know. What are you, what are you been up to? <laughs> uh, I went to Tassie. Yeah. I went to Tassie. Um, he joined. He joined the thirty-year-old club. He's becoming a grown-up. Mm, yeah, I did do that in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Became a grown-up. Uh, became thirty, so I went 
for a little weekend away to Hobart, as I believe 30-year-olds like to do. Mm. Um, yeah, what did I do in Tassie? Went to Mona. Uh, I got the ferry over to Mona. That was... Uh, all of vaginas. Did you ride the big cock on the front of the ferry? No, nah, we, we were on the other one. Um, the cockless ferry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, it was uh, interesting. Have you guys done it? Done Mona? I've, I've been to Mona, yeah. but I haven't been on the ferry cockless ride. a couple otherwise. of times. Yeah. And I rode the cock. I didn't ride any cock. The no, I drove there. It was good. It was. Um, I was just like a little bit tired by the end of it because there was just oh. like so many just noises and lights yeah. and it's like this oh, yeah. dark I love room. Yeah. And it's it's like exhausting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it is. It is. It's super mm. exhausting. There was was the spider web exhibit on when you were there. I don't know how quickly they rotate through it. Yeah. No, I was, nah, there years, no I was there years ago. They had this one. Uh, one display that's like super dark, like pitch black, but yep. they've got these like big glass boxes, like a big fish bowl sort of thing, and they had spiders that have like made spider these massive spider webs in these glass boxes. Oh, actual webs. Yeah, and they've lit it up from wow. the bottom, and wow. so it's like this pitch black room, and these massive like probably five foot by seven foot yep. boxes, yep. glass boxes with spider webs like. Yeah, it was sick. Yeah. When I was <laughs> very there, cool. When I was there, they had this big human digestive system. I like, yeah. oh yeah, still there. Yeah. Yeah. Still there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's like see-through human digestive system, and it's yeah. like PM eats and, and yeah, shits and farts and yeah, ten a.m. Yeah. two p.m. Feed it, feed it, and then it, um, yeah, essentially acts as a digestive system and farts and shits at they a certain feed time. Feed sausage day. rolls from the shop upstairs. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. obviously not. Uh, Gluten intolerant then? No, I yeah. think it's intolerant of most things. I think a lot. It's rare that you get a solid poo from it. Yeah, right. So we were we were there, like we sort of did the early morning, and so like just before you walk in, like where that digestive system is, they got f- a thing called four p.m., and there's a composer that starts at like nine a.m. and composes like a long piece of music and then at 4pm a string quartet comes in and plays the piece of music that he's compu- composed that morning yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. so he just like sits there on this grand piano in the yeah. middle of this massive room and Sick. puts a piece of music together and then people come and play it yeah, yeah. I, d- I think I'd seen that but I didn't realise that that was the thing I thought it was just like alright yeah, some guy, lovely like, music yeah. <laughs> um, that's yeah. champagne that's pretty cool and, yeah. Yeah. and you jump up to um Mooguru on top at the end of it and yep. have a beer. Have a and they got all the chooks. Did, did you see the chooks hanging yeah, around? Yeah, yeah, cruising around. Well, I had a had their uh, stout because it was quite cold that day, and they had um, cold and tassie. Yeah, would <laughs> Wouldn't read about it. That's why I spent the rest of my time in pubs. Yeah, yeah. the whalers. Do you go to the whalers with the, the fireplace? That's nice. And warm, I did go to the whalers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Um, that's the one right down in Salamanca, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sat at the bar there. That was yeah. a cool. Usually have a cool pretty pub. good selection of beers on. They did yeah, have a good selection like of beers, and I like what I come back from Tassie surprised at was how pretty blanket over the city everything is priced really, yeah, fairly. And I yeah. thought like going down to Salamanca, like a pub like the Whalers, that I was going to be paying like eighteen bucks a pint as if you're going to Docklands or something. Yeah, but yeah. It was still like yeah, it was like twelve bucks a pint, mm. and like. A lot of the pubs will have one or two local independent beers on. Yeah, it's not like here or they whatever. Did, where it's really, like you've like got the indie pubs and you've got the 
commercial pubs, mm. it's like almost every pub yeah. has at least one or two decent local beers. Yeah. On yeah. They all had, yeah, they all had a Bogues or a Cascade, but there was heaps of Shambles, yep. heaps of Hobart Brewing. Yep. Uh, yep. Went to Tom McHugo's and had the two metre tall Derwent on hand yep. pump. Oh, yep. Which yep. Was I had that last time we were there too. Pretty yep. yum. Yep. Um, we had that at, uh, not hand pump, but we had that at the uh, Lincoln. Oh, did we? Was that that oh, same beer? It was a it was a two minute tall beer. Yeah, I think I thought it was on the, tap at the um, Lincoln. The when we were there for Good Beer Week for a pint of Origin. Yeah, I didn't think it was the. Wait, it was one of their beer. It was a two minute tall beer. It was a two minute tall beer, but I think yeah. it might have been just like the the Wild Ale, right? Is yeah, that what yeah, they called yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Well, what are they got? They got the Derwent, the Cleansing. Uh, and then could have been a, a spell. It wasn't cleansing. No. It wasn't a spell. It might have been. Yeah, could have been a Derwent. Yeah, I can't remember. Now. Anyway, um, yeah, that was that was a, a really cool pub. Um, went we just went for a walk one afternoon. Went past Fox Friday. Yep. Mm. Yep. Yeah, walked in yep. really keen to try a Fox Friday beer, but they had four guest taps and one of them was the White Bay Gantry Cane Pilsner and the other one was uh, Saison DuPont. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I slammed down <laughs> a schooner of their IPA just because I wanted to taste one of their beers and yeah. then slammed down a schooner of the Pilsner because I wanted to have Saison DuPont as well. So I walked yeah. out of there half pissed, which was fun. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> and did you get up to Shambles? Didn't get to Shambles. Um, Shambles is a good spot. Because we got there like Saturday and Hobart's pretty much shut down Sunday, Monday, even Tuesday. Yep. So I didn't get there. Got to Hobart Brewing, go one evening um, and got to Preachers for one. Oh, yeah. One Arvo. It was nice. It was the only time the sun was out, so it was a good spot to sit out there. Yep. The dude working there was lovely. Mm. Yeah. you sit on the bus? I didn't sit on the bus. I sit. I sat looking at the bus. It's hard not to look at the bus yeah. unless, you're in, yeah. unless you're inside. It was just, it, yeah, I, the sun was out and I yeah. just wanted to sit in the one table it's that good. had sun. so easy to drink heaps of beers there yeah. as well. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, food recommendation, if you're listening and you're in Hobart, go and eat at Sunny. Sunny? Yeah. Um... Super small venue. They only do walk-ins. Um, reminded me a lot of Wax Flower in Melbourne. If you've oh been up yeah. there, they had like Pitt and Giblin speakers. It's oh. just like the whole like, the sound just is the room. Yeah. The speakers are so good. The food was so good and the service was so good. Mm. Um, yeah, it's sort of just like rotating menu. They pretty much just write it up on the board. It's all local produce. Um, nice. It's just like such a tight, small space. Like the room would be a metre and a half wide, I reckon. Mm. And they've just got like just a massive bar in the middle of the room. <laughs> One side's the service side and then everyone just sits on the other side. Yeah, yeah sick. It's, um, yeah, so good. Yeah. So good. Love Hobart. Great part of the world. Um, should we crack a beer? Yeah. Absolutely, why not? Let's do it. We'll crack a beer and we'll talk about what's in the packs this month. The Hops to Home packs. If you're still unaware of <laughs> what we're doing here. It's season two. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but the first season was um, 
the beer nuts. The beer nuts packs rest in peace. Yeah, yeah so uh, brought to you by hopstahome.com.au. And uh, this month, June pack just went out today. Um, five beers as always. Shaw Brewing from Melbourne, uh, Gypsy Brewing Outfit from Melbourne. Uh, 100% Dynamite, their West Coast IPA. Uh, yeah. Their Shaw Brewing started by John Cope Williams from uh, Better Beer, who uh, Better Beer are a distributor uh, bringing in Kiwi beers into Australia, oh, Kiwi independent yeah. beers. He's been around for a while. Uh, and Steve so Matthews. That's not Better Beer. Yeah, I thought Better Beer was. Um, no, not that Better not Beer. Not that Better Beer. No, no. no. Uh, we have um, an XBA from Seeker Brewing in Wollongong. I believe, Lockie, you might have a story about the, the boys from Seeker Brewing. Seeker Brewing, yeah. If you can remember any, any of it. Curtis and Jeff and after Ben. After the AIBAs. Nelson, yeah. We'll get that in a sec. Sunday Road Brewing Irish Nitro Stout, Irish Stout, um, exclusively in 375 mil cans for Hopster Home Punters. Uh, I think we're trying that one a bit later. Uh, Loophole Brewing Lemon Drop Pilsner. Loophole, a bit of a regular for us here. From Robe in South Australia, uh, their lemon drop pilsner and the beer we're trying right now, which is Blackman's Brewing from Torquay, salted ESB. caramel ESB. Mm. And uh, speaking of AIBAs, uh, Blackman's, the second Geelong brewery in, in three years to win best stout or porter in Australia. Yeah, well, which stout is it? Is there? It's the, the um, Arthur, Arthur, Arthur smoked, smoked, I think smoked. it was. Yeah, yeah. Core Range. Actually, I don't think beer. I've had it. It's good, obviously. Yeah, it's obviously yeah. very good. Um, you could almost certainly say that Geelong is Australia's capital of dark beers. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon two out of three. Yeah. Who won it the year before the last year? I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. No idea. No, we were time, pretty pissed yeah. at that point. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't. We didn't um, really have any idea of no. any of. The award winners last year, I was gone. Was it the same this year when you were there? Well, this kind year was a bit different. It was kind of like blink and you miss it. It was quick, wasn't it? They yeah, like it was really quicker. rushed through it. They were finished by 10.30. We, uh, we were sitting on the table opposite each other, which yeah. I felt made me look at the screen a little bit more. <laughs> I, was like, I, don't know, I was sitting next to this lovely couple who were from Bowen Heads. Actually, yeah. who was the guy it who was, I was sitting next to? It was Howie. It was Howie from, from the footy. Yeah. <laughs> you sat next to Mark Howard. Yeah, you sat next to Mark Howard. Because I would have had him going, you would have had Howie's. No yeah, that's what Scott reckoned. And I, I looked over, I, I actually stopped him, him and his wife. His wife was lovely as yeah. I stopped him. I was like, now, this is, this is going to be weird because you just seem so familiar. <laughs> We, are you involved with the Bowen Heads Cricket Club <laughs> <laughs> in some way or something like that? He's do you like, know Paul Summers? And he, yeah, and yeah, he was like, you know what? I am. Like, do, 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 you might know my old man, Paul Summers. He's like, yeah, I do, absolutely. And it, I reckon he would have been that stoked that I didn't say I, I know you from the footy or the cricket. Yeah. Um, I did recognise him, but I was sitting on the side of the table. <laughs> and so I didn't get that. You might be starstruck. On, yeah, he's got a podcast too. You might be on the next episode of the yeah. Howie Game. Ooh, that'd be nice. A little, yeah. a little cameo from. Oh, so apparently, they're investors in Bowen Heads yeah. Brewing. That's what they were there for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've um, just been yeah showing up for the for the Bowen Heads Brewing crew. Yeah, How did they go? So. They could, yeah, they I didn't hear anything. I don't know. Don't know. Yeah, not Probably. too sure. Couple of bronze, couple of silver, like everyone else. Yeah, yeah. goes like us. Yeah. But yeah, um, no idea. 
Yeah, and then I was next to the, well, between you and I were the three guys from Filter. Yeah, they that's were good right. Guys. Yeah, they yeah, were they having a good yeah. time. They did a pretty good, they, they did pretty good. They got good. a couple yeah. of, they, they got a few goals. They got a champion for, I think, their Hazy IPA, champion yeah. beer. They were nominated they for were pretty, excellent been. consistency of excellence or something. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They, they got did. one. They, they got, got one. a thing. Yeah, they got yeah. one for three years in a row. I, yeah, I, I um, forgot it was on, but I was working the bar and I was like, oh, I wonder, I'll go on and see if I can find the results. And yeah. they, did the, they had a live stream, so I just caught yeah. like the last two. Well, the most exciting part of the night for them was when they won champion IPA, I think, or champion mm. Hazy IPA, yeah. and I was out of the room. Yeah, and no, they came both they go, they're, they're, they're getting their photo taken. I'm going, what happened? They go, oh, you missed it. The yeah. best part of the night, everybody. <laughs> out the front having <laughs> Dari or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the toilet. I don't know. I was doing yeah. something other than sitting at the table. What's going on, lads? Yeah, uh, so yeah. Well, good on them. Yeah. Good on them. Yeah, no, they had a good night. They, they probably would have been pretty in line to get champion, small or medium, whatever size they are. But mm. they, they didn't. Anyway. Have they won that before? Don't know. I don't know they may have won champion. I reckon they won champion Gypsy because they started out as a Gypsy brewer, so mm. I'm fairly sure they've won that. Um, but anyway, that was good fun. What yeah. do we What do we reckon about the Blackman salted caramel ASP? ASP. It's not I quite like it. I, I, yeah. It's not very bitter. I've had a little tiny taste for. I thought it was initially it at, at Blackman's before, but mm. I, I was concerned it was going to be too salted caramel and not enough mm. ESB, but I, I don't think it is. No, yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's subtle enough, and it's like I think the there's not many times where you just like eat only salted caramel, no. unless it's like fudge maybe, mm. but if it's in like chocolate or something, it is still like quite understated. It's not mm. like just all caramel mm. but I, I think it's like there's enough salt to balance out that caramel mm. Mm. And, and there's enough esb going on yeah I think. it's bitter it enough tastes like an esb yeah mm. and it, it i think that's what i like about salted caramel is that it's like it is like quite desserty but mm. i feel like it's also not a little bit yeah. and that's yeah it. Yeah, I think it doesn't it's feel pretty good. So Salted caramel kind of just fucking came out of nowhere like five yeah. or six years ago, though. Hey, it was just like yeah, all, yeah. Of a, all of a sudden, it's salted everywhere. caramel. Yeah. Everything. Now they're doing. Um, Connoisseurs. They're doing. Becca gets um, Tim Tams, but it's like Murray River salted caramel yeah. Tim Tams. And they're, they're actually not bad. Murray River. T- <laughs> I yeah. don't know. The Murray. To me, it doesn't sound like, no, it sounds like where mud. I want to get my salt oh, from. Murray cod or something. Brand. Full of yeah, dirt and beautiful brown salt. Lovely. Um, no, it's quite delicious. It's um, It's got a bit of that sort of caramel colour about it too. Mm. It's, um, yeah, I think it's, it's pretty good. It's not, not too deserty. Has it's it not got lactose in it? I don't know. Vanilla. Doesn't uh, vanilla, cocoa beans, and sea salt. So it doesn't yeah. say anything about lactose. It doesn't I mean it's not in there, but I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm just associating these flavors with beers that I've had ingredients in the past that have lactose water, in malt, it. hops, yeast, vanilla, cocoa beans, sea salt, love, and time in tank. There you go. No, time in tank's not really an ingredient, is it? Mm. It does give me the the sort of coating feeling of like um like a butter menthol. Mm. Caramel mouth coat feel, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, that the I think Werther's original. That's what I'm talking. Mm. When it like yeah, not butter menthol. Little when bit of that Werther's yeah. original. Werther's. Yeah. When it yep. hits your palate, you get that 
ESB bitterness. Mm. And then mm. as you just sort of sit there with it, it's that caramel and the salt sort of yeah. roll through a bit. Yeah, I really like it. I like it. I, mm. I'm not one for dessert beers, but I think that's got enough balance going on that it's yeah. not too desserty. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but it's just got enough to really be really interesting. Mm. Blackmans have done it again. Well done, guys. All right. All right. Um, okay, okay. What are we? What are we doing? Are we talking about? Anything else well, here, or are we just gonna? It. We probably that should. Was my big, uh, that was my big, big topic of conversation. Yeah. So that's done. Yeah, I can, t- I can tell you, like my end of night story at the ARBA Awards. Yeah, you remember much? So, well, we were sitting next to the filter guys, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the last beer that I had of theirs, yeah. I remember I took it from here, the bar, mm. and it was a collaboration between them and someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And between, so, and it Seeker. turned out it was Seeker. Yeah, and yeah. I, that's yeah. what I had said to the guy from. Um, filter i was like oh yeah i had your collab hazy up yeah and like, yeah seeker boys and, yeah. I, and i didn't even think any of the anything of it i was just right. like yeah 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 it must have been them um there was no after party this year no which was it a was bit pretty of a, spread out really yeah. I th- well i think because um was it cry malt who cry malt used to fund it used yeah. to sponsor it at uh at beer deluxe and i don't they didn't this year for whatever reason things yeah. a bit tight or whatever times are tough so people just went wherever they went so, mm. where did you end up? Uh, we were going to go... Oh, no. We ended up going to Lock and Key. That was, like, oh. their unofficial word of yeah. mouth. Well, I know the Blackman's guys went to Heartbreaker. Because yeah. I saw Luke a couple of days ago, yesterday. Yeah. Um, don't know. There's a few sort of all around the place, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I didn't reckon... I, I had in my mind, if I didn't know anyone at Lock and Key, then I was going to have one beer and then go. Yep. Um... Got upstairs, had a little look around. It's a cool place, fucking awesome. But didn't recognise anyone. They had Guinness on tap, so I thought I'd have a nice cleansing Guinness to finish the round the night off. Cheeky pot. Oh, cheeky pot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it was a pint this time around. Good. Went out onto the balcony, uh, having a durry and my Guinness as you do, and these two guys walk past and one of them looks down at the Guinness and goes, ooh, creamy. Well, <laughs> speaking of creamy, stouts. Yeah, You can finish stout. your story, but we'll just interrupt slightly about it. Our next beer was the uh, Sunday Road Nitro Stout yeah. in a 375 can exclusively for Hops to Home. Mm-mm-mm. So uh, this will be, should be a nice creamy Nitro Stout. Uh, it is creamy. Invert the can three times, as it says on the back of the can. Open can and pour vertically into glass. Dodge, 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 dodge. Oh, there it goes. Do you invert that? I inverted probably more than three times. More than three times. So is it like up and down three yeah. times, yeah. or is it like that? So I think I've done four. Oh, jeez, oh, there it goes. on the mixer. <laughs> uh, I think mine might have been a bit too aggressively poured. Yeah, alright. It'll settle. Look at that. Looks good. We should have got different glasses. Right, it'll do its thing for a bit. I got so one. yeah, so then, so then. Uh, <laughs> How did I get a fresh glass? So somebody was looking down at you or something, or? Oh, that, it was just these two dudes who I was like, oh, they actually look like people I would want to talk to. Mm. Um, came past them. Ooh, cream air. Offered them a sip of my Guinness. Graciously obliged. Mm. Ended up buying uh, this guy a pint of Guinness. Went back outside and I was just like, you're just a normal person, hey? Like you, you know, you're not. You're not wearing a suit and you're not, you know, trying to network or anything. 
kind of just figured out that we were there for the same reason, to just drink piss. <laughs> and uh, turns out these guys were the owners of uh, Seeker Brewing Seeker. in Wollongong. Yeah. They're absolute legends. Um, well, so they were just like... Chilling. Casually having a beer at Lock and Key. No, they came to the ARBAs. They did right, quite well. Okay. They won a few goals. They won, like yeah. yeah. they won like four golds and they won like eight or nine thingos. Yep. Yeah, awards. See, so they, um, you, Scott, forwarded me an email from Seeker the other day with their um, current releases. Yep. And the email read, Hi, Scott, and our good friend, Lockie. Yeah. And I was like... And you, best friend, Lockie. Wait, I was who like, said that? Was that the secret? That's what, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, in the email. So I was nice. like, oh, God. I, yeah. We are good friends. There's a story there. We are actually good friends. <laughs> so the owner, of Seeker Brewing, the owner of Seeker Brewing come up to you, looked over your pint of Guinness and said, creamy. Creamy. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't remember if it was Nelson or Curtis. So it was Nelson, Curtis, Ben, and Jeff. And Jeff was like one of the main... Uh, he, he was the... He's the main brewer yeah. there. Um, uh, oh, I can't even remember what happened. We just went, ended up going back to their place. They had an Airbnb in Fitzroy and we just were drinking like Imperial IPAs and Imperial Barrel Age Dayton beers until the early hours of the morning talking absolute shit. So um, they, um, yeah, they, all their beers are really cool. Their branding's no, really cool. Branding's yeah. good. I've been to their venue. It's really good up in Wollongong. It's, uh, mm. yeah, really nice little venue. We spent... Um, my daughter and I spent an afternoon there, a Sunday afternoon. They had some jazz, mm. all blokes playing jazz. They're all much, as, like I, much as I'm not a jazz fan, like it was pretty laid back yeah, on a Sunday. Surprise. 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 You said that. <laughs> yeah, had some Surprise. music, had some jazz yeah. with a positive timbre to your, <laughs> to your voice right there, it Scott. That's the beer must have been good. Yeah. <laughs> it was on the... the Spectrum of jazz that I that I don't mind. Ah, uh, yeah. As in mellow. And doom, yeah. doom jazz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Stoner> jazz. <laughs> Death metal jazz. Fusion. <laughs> that was um, fucking funny. No, it was good. It was a good cruisy Sunday afternoon. It's only a small venue. Um, I think they've got a, a uh, mezzanine level that they're trying to open from memory and that little pool table. Mm. Um, outdoor area. A bit. Um, couple of venues I went to. I went to Five Barrels as well. And they, I think the local council are a little difficult to deal with when it comes to opening uh, brew pubs. So yeah. uh, they've been unable to open an outdoor area, so nobody could actually be outside drinking, yeah, which right. is kind of frustrating on a nice sunny Sunday afternoon. Yeah, but, um, sounds golf. like every local council. Yeah, well, it sounds <laughs> like these guys are particularly difficult to deal with. And Five Barrels said the same thing. They had an outdoor area, but they said it took them years to get permission. Yeah, to right. So, yeah, anyway. But no, it was good. Good, good yeah. beers, good people, and yeah, like I said, good branding. So, but this beer's nice. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Beautiful, creamy, nitro stout. Have we had a Sunday Road beer in Hopster Home before? Yeah, yeah. Had the hazy IPA or hazy pale. It was like, a hazy pale. Hazy yeah. pale. Um, and yeah, it's nice to. Well, I think I've only had two Sunday Road beers before, and they're both hazy pales. Yep. So it's nice to know that they mm. brew something else. Mm. Um. I That's think super smooth. The, yeah, yeah, it's really it's, easy. It's um, got enough sort of roast and mm. sort of bitterness to it. It's pretty tasty. Mm. Yeah, it's quite lovely. A little bit of chocolate, a little bit of. So it is around that more around that Guinness kind of uh, level of alcohol, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have quite the um, the ashtray effect that Guinness has as much. I don't reckon. So question around 
um, nitro in cans. So Guinness has the nitrogen ball, mm. so that when you open the can, the mm. pressure changes the yep. and the nitrogen releases yep. into the beer. Yep. Um, this one does not, and no. I think a lot of other craft breweries don't. Don't. Do they? How do they get the nitrogen into it? I probably wish you had given me a little bit of warning on that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't. As as far as I know, it's carbonated with nitrogen, and yeah. I, I really I haven't done it. They just yeah. pump it in there. So, um, uh, and it wouldn't be carbonated because it's nitro. Well, it's well true. Yeah. So nitrated. They nitrate it. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't done well, so it. I don't, yeah. yeah, and because they tip it so vertical three you times. Because well, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to do that. Um, like in tank, would you? Because no. once you transfer it in the can, it would all release. Yeah, yeah. I, I know they do do it canning. Uh, I know they, uh, they, but I just don't, I can't explain to you why or how it works. Mm. Yeah. It's, that, it's not like there, there isn't a yeast out there that produces nitrogen. No, well, that's why I thought that maybe they, yeah, maybe they don't actually put any nitro into it and they just... I don't know, figure out a way to... Maybe it absorbs into the beer different. They do do it, like, in the transfer and you have to shake it up for it to actually activate. Unless they're um, doing it with, like, a beer gas, which is sort of combination nitro and CO2, but I don't think so. I don't think so. I I think... um, I think there might be a... Maybe they do do that because I don't think that these ones settle the same way that the widget settles. Yeah, I don't yeah. think... No. Oh, look, I, I, I there has to be a process of some sort of level of carbonation with the nitro because the reason why you get that nice, tight, creamy head is because the nitro creates the smaller bubbles than the CO2, right? Yeah. yeah. So you get those really nice, tight, small CO, um, nitro bubbles which create that much tighter creamier head mm. and gives so, you that real yeah. silky mouth feel yeah, as yeah. well but the beer is definitely not as carbonated is it like it's not no, super no. carbonated but if you look at if you look at the bubbles in the head of that beer there are certainly some big bubbles in there and yeah. i mm. i don't think there would be bubbles that big if it was if it was a guinness clean nitro mm. Mm. I uh, look. Uh, maybe we'll do some homework and come back on the on the next podcast. Yeah. But uh, maybe we, may, maybe our new section is questions without yeah. notice. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, if if we had have um, decided that we we're going to try this beer a little longer than like thirty seconds before we started the podcast, then potentially I could have done we some research yeah. <laughs> before we started it. But well, yeah, we I did don't know. Maybe we decided the last minute as we always be funny do. if it said on the. We'll do some research in the next break. Yeah, um, we'll we'll come back Let's towards the end of the podcast and um, reflect on uh, our new knowledge and your new knowledge. <laughs> oh, it's a shared knowledge because we're talking to you, the listener. <laughs> the listener, <laughs> mum and no, dad. The listeners are all sitting there going, "You dumb bastards! We know <laughs> yeah. what's fucking. Come yeah, yeah, yeah. on, you fucking." Mum's idiots. been waiting for this episode. Actually. Oh, is she? Oh, sorry. Oh, we picked this up a couple. Of, we picked, yeah. No, okay, yeah, this is our. She's going to be saying, "You idiot." Who do we know has been listening <laughs> even to the podcast? Even your mum knows <laughs> why Nitro uh, beers. Yeah. No, so we picked up we picked up a couple of listeners. Um, Jazz said that she listened to an episode the other day. Right. 
Uh, Pete also mentioned in passing at the Elephant Castle on the weekend that he listened to one Rob of our podcasts. To one the other day, they said. Yeah, um, yeah. that would have made the drive. Yeah, so it is. Friends, <laughs> friends and family. Friends and family. At this stage, plus so far, plus, plus all the people, people in Denmark Amsterdam and, and Belgium yeah. and, and Mandra. Yeah, um, that might have been trim. In Mandra? Yeah. Well, oh, it, it might have been, but I, I, I'd be surprised if Mandra is New South Wales, isn't it? No. Or is that no. WA? West yeah, South Australia. Perth. I'm pretty, pretty surprised if she ducked over to Mandra. And, it's not and really on the, the way band. home, is it? Yeah, yeah. no. I think it goes it been, New York, pretty good drive. London, Played the Nullarbor Mandra. Has it? You've done the Nullarbor. Have you done? I've done the Nullarbor twice. Yeah. There, I went there and I came back. So yeah. when we moved to Perth, we well, we lived in Perth for eight years, and uh, Ange and I drove over, and Ange Trinity and I drove back because yeah. we uh, true we picked her up over there. <laughs> I've only done it one and a half times. Did did either of you play the Nullarbor links on your way? No. Mm. Oh no, we played a couple of holes. Just Nullarbor links. Know. Oh, is that golf? Yeah. It's so they the got they got a golf course. It's the longest golf course oh, on is the it? planet. So Not it's surprising. like there's a different hole like every 150 kilometers or something. Right. Mm. Um, okay. So you can I think there's like nine holes and you can just yeah okay. hit it. Play I thought it was a full eighteen. Play, play oh. one hole. I'm pretty sure it's nine. Yeah. No, I don't think that was. Uh, oh, I think that was a long way from our mind when yeah. we we're driving over to move to Perth. We uh, played a couple, but it's like it's probably not a, a, even further away on your way back. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a very well maintained course. I would describe it. No, as there's not a lot of very, grass in the Nullarbor. Is no. There? no, no, no. It's <laughs> it's a right course, but <laughs> even then, like you'd, if you hit it anywhere, I don't even think there's like any sort of fairway clearing. I think. It's you hit the ball, you try to find it and hit it again, and then there's a bit of a green. Yeah, yeah. all for that. Justin's don't. Um, I, d- I definitely don't. I definitely recommend the, the Nullarbor Drive. It's good fun. It's mm. not anywhere near as hard as it used to be. Like it's all all bitumen now. Mm. There's roadhouses sort of along the way every few hours. It's not like mm. you cars drive have for got three days and don't see anything or anyone. Cars yeah. have got yeah. decent air conditioning. Exactly. If but you love um, a servo no, feed, which we do, we all know we love a servo feed. That's on, all you've got. Beer nuts. Oh, I, I, their potato cakes couldn't be any worse than the APCO ones anyway. They so could not. I'm not going back over that again. Yeah. All right, we um, haven't been sued by APCO yet, so it's, uh, yeah. it's been a month in. <laughs> yeah, well, wait until APCO pop up on our uh, Who's Been Listening This Month. Yeah. APCO. The APCO lawyers. Down. All right, um, we'll finish this beer and come back. Beer. All right. We're back. We're back. So um, he's still on his phone. Lockie's going to get off his phone and he's going to contribute. I'm always grinding. Contribute to a conversation with Scott while I go pour the mystery beer. The mystery beer. Yeah. We still haven't quite come up with a. uh, Now I know we've been loving this shit right here. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to do that one, but it just didn't work. Yeah. So we haven't got like a shit. Beer of the month? No, shit. Good beer. Good shit beer. Good shit mystery beer. beer. What? I mean, what? What are we going to? What call do we call it? it? Uh, uh, shit mystery beer. Mystery shit beer. No, because um, they're not all shit. Yeah. No. What do we call it? Last it was something to do with shit. domestic drops or uh, domestic drops or something in the corner. I don't know. You said something about in the good shit. The, the shit corner? No, not the shit corner. The, uh, the commercial corner? Or I don't know. Ah. Uh, we need a good yeah. name. Listeners, yeah. get in there. I don't know how you contact us because we don't have a Facebook page and we 
don't have an email address, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Not Send yet. us vibes. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, yeah, if we figure out a name next time, it's all, thank you for that. Send us some vibes. Um, yeah, look. Uh, what's annoying us at the moment? What's well, pissing us off? Yeah, are we, du- are we doing a du- are we doing a are we doing a double thing we're right now? We're getting into that after we taste right. the, the no, shit. No, we've got to be coming over. We've got to be coming over. the last ten minutes yeah, of your phone. Right. I already know what this beer like is by lager. looking at it. How come yeah. you already know? Because look at it. I know exactly what it is. What is a calm draft? Get a moment. All right. Is it from Tassie? It's from Tassie. Okay. It's from Tassie. Either the Bogues or Cascade. I'm wearing a Cascade Lager T-shirt. So jumper. Does that mean it's Cascade Lager? No. No, I was going to say Bogues. Too obvious. Bogues triple. Yeah, good get. Bang on. Yeah. Straight away. Really? Yeah. Shit, I haven't even tasted it, and you've already got it. Yeah, no. Beautiful. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> almost quicker than I was um, with VB last mm. week. Good. Yeah, it is an ale, oh, isn't it? The triple. I think so. Yeah. It's their it ale alternative. Triple X ale. Oh, there you go. Um, That's not bad. It was a hell of a lot better easy. than fucking VB last week. Yeah. Last month. The VX. VX. This has only got one. This has got three X's. Fuck yeah. So <laughs> this is one of those beers that was on pretty much every second pub yep. down there. Um... I had one pint of it while I was watching the footy um, and maybe it was because the cats were losing. I didn't enjoy it all that much. Mm. Um, but came back and was in Premix King on uh, St Albans Road and they had a heap of it in the fridge. So I was like, a lot oh. of good shit beers there, don't they? Yeah, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll get a six pack of that and sat down on the couch and went down like water. Yeah. It was so yum, so I went back and bought another six-pack. I don't mind that. Yeah. That's quite nice. I think that... It's, it does taste commercial, but it's um, yeah. it's not not terribly commercial beer. It doesn't have that, like... What's the uh, what's the ABV on it? It's very hard to work out from this can what it is. 4.6? It's 1.4 drinks per can, so oh, I'm assuming it's about 4.78, something like that. Maybe 4.8. 4.8? It'll say... So do I. Yeah. Lucky I got him here. 4.8. 4.8. 4.8. There you go. The last time I came across this beer was when I was in Launceston, I think, like mm. quite a few years ago. Oh, that's quite nice. And went to the Bogues factory. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so what I couldn't work out was why Bogues and Cascade... Because Bogues... I'm pretty sure Bogues is lion and... Cascade mm. is Asahi. Right. Is that, like, do they just not bring the beers over because they want to keep this, like, I don't know. mystique to them? Because they're, mm. like, I sat at Cascade and the Cascade, the Cascade bitter was delicious. Yeah. Um, but they're not necessarily in the business of promoting delicious beers are they they're in yeah. the business of promoting beers they don't already have they've got a spot for on well, their shelves yeah. yeah and so I, I came back to that being the reason they yeah. probably the same reason why CUB don't bring like West End into Victoria well that's the thing yeah. they're not they're not going to sell 
they're not going to try and sell Cascade because they've got VB, MB, yeah. CD. And, and the Bogues and Cascade brands don't carry the weight that they do in Tassie. They don't carry the weight up here. The brands but sell them in rusted on like they are down there. Sell them in craft bottle oats. Well, you reckon you'd sell that in craft as opposed to a, I don't know, a stomping <laughs> ground pale ale or something? Like, uh, I'd probably rather drink this. Would you? Yeah. Shit. But that's, that's like, yeah. but so that just, I don't know, like, I'm not trying to, I'm putting my marketing hat on here. I'm not trying to give CUB and fucking Asahi a better market share than they've already got. But mm. they're, yeah. they're brands that don't have any more of a presence in Victoria than what Stomping Ground do. So it's mm. just like any other startup coming in, but like, they've already got the volume and distribution. A lot of people have visited Tassie, and if I'm down there and I'm buying a slab, I'm usually buying that. Well, yeah, and I think like Cascade Lager, the draft, like you just you can't get any of it here. So mm. there's a mm. if you can control how much comes into the market mm. and keep it somewhat exclusive, but let it go around. I was talking to the bloke at Premix when I bought another six pack on Saturday. I was like, oh, like how, like, how did you get it? He's like, oh, we had to bring it over on the spirit. <laughs> that is so good. But I don't know if craft beer drinkers would buy it, and I don't know that commercial drinkers would buy it because they've got plenty of other stuff they're already drinking. Like, they just drink Carlton Draft, wouldn't they? Yeah, but you're not, you're not going at the Carlton Draft market, so that's why well, you're trying to bring... you're going to the craft beer market, and they're going to see it as too commercial. Mm. Yeah, but they're buying $40 slabs of Quiet Deeds Draft. I guess well, it. I guess it gets into what part of the market are looking for independent beers, and what mm. part of the market is looking for a beer that they can drink twenty four of over mm, a weekend. Yeah. Mm. Well, they can probably drink twenty four deeds mm. drafts. I don't know. I've mm. never had it, but uh, but quite deeds. Yeah. Drinking deeds. I guess the thing you know. is, you can get quiet deeds at pretty much every bottle in town. For now. fifty yeah. bucks a slab. Fifty five bucks. Whereas a slab. if you walked in, like the only re- I walked in the premium store, Bogues. Triple X, and I was like, "Yeah, mm. I haven't seen that in this state before. I'm going to buy mm. a six pack of it." Mm. It's got the Foster's mystique about it. If you were to Ooh. see a Foster's, you never see it, and so you'd be like, "You know what? Fuck it. It's yeah. iconic enough for me." But you'd to probably never buy another one again after you taste it. You go, well, "That's why you don't." No, nah, but see that's it why, Yeah, but that's sort of, yeah. I guess, why you control how much you're actually bringing into the market, and you mm. don't, you don't try and bring it into sell more than quiet deeds but it's just there's definitely a real um i think there's a real direction of of going back towards these kind of old school brands like you look at what's happening with rishas in in new south wales brainy bros Uh, but but then again we haven't seen rishas down here right because it has no carries no weight it has it has no currency down here because it was mm. never down here. So and that's that's yeah. why it's probably that's not a great beer. That it's actually would have been more a, about the brand. But that's exactly what Brainy Bros are doing with that the sick with beer. the yeah. volume brewing yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. That'd be but, awesome to bring one of those in here. But if you, I mean, if you saw a yeah. barrel Ballarat bitter, you'd buy that, wouldn't you? Nobody's yeah. brought Ballarat bitter back, but well, somebody the owns thing. the brand. The only yeah. people that the only people that don't like or think poorly of beers like Geelong Bitter or Ballarat Bitter are people that have just always drank Carlton Draft and, I and, and won the good was fight. really bad, but that is probably just people's well, memory of it. Yeah, yeah I, think it, like, it, I think it was pretty bad, but it, I'm pretty sure Geelong Bitter was volume, but 
it only from what I read about Volum is it only it only died when CUB bought it. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, like Matilda Bay, you know, like Matilda Bay died. They might be bringing it back a bit now because there is that, you know, that sort of interest in in older brands. But Matilda Bay has some great beers. I mean, Matilda yeah. Bay was my intro into craft beer in a lot of ways with Dog Bolter and Rooftop Red and and um, Bees Knees Bees and obviously knees. Red yeah. um, Redback. Red but then CUB bought it and just completely fucking. It. And that's it's why it's it's interesting to see. I think what happened was a big shift when Lion bought Little Creatures, and yeah. they didn't just buy it to snuff it out. They mm. bought it to grow it and make it bigger and take more of a market share. Yeah. yeah. Which you saw what CUB then did with Pirate Life. Yeah. They pretty much. I don't know if you've been to Pirate Life in Port Adelaide, but it is. It is literally like walking into Little Creatures in South Geelong. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. It's exactly the same venue. Yeah, same it's formula. Yeah. The same venue. It's yeah. just that they use Little Creatures a little bit more like historical and like paint sanded off walls where mm. Pirate Life is lots of new steel and glass yeah. Yeah. inside mm. it. Yeah. And it, but it's in an old red brick mill factory. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah, yeah true. And so, unlike the new Valhalla um, one in an old red brick mill factory <laughs> <laughs> with glasses, with a yeah, nice well, big glass window. <laughs> Obviously, the formula works. Yeah. But that, you know, like it's gone to the those big breweries realise that craft beer is is taking them on in a big way and threatening their market share. So they yeah, yeah try yeah. to figure out a way to snuff yeah. it out. We want our version yeah. of pirate. Uh, we want our version of little creatures. We'll do it through pirate life. Yeah, but I think like with this sort of stuff and what I was getting to is that whole sort of uh, supply demand curve where yeah. like if you can't get something, it becomes more desirable. Yeah, yeah. And then when there's an oversupply of something, you don't really want it anymore. Mm. And so stuff like West End, like I'd probably buy a six pack of West End for a weekend. I used mm. to swear by it, and then I went back really? over to South Oz and I was like, oh, this is not anywhere near as good I as I remember West End as being one of the most horrible beers I've ever had. <laughs> up, right up there with Emu, Emu Export. <laughs> yeah, right up there with Emu Bitter. Emu oh. Export, not that bad. Emu no, Bitter, bitter. <laughs> even better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I remember, uh, no, well, because we spent time, you know, obviously lived in Perth, Emu Bitter. You just got to drink them one West by one. End. Export bitter, export uh, bitter, because it's and just relief drank West after End relief religiously after and relief. And <laughs> they're the sorts of beers you've got to have so cold they're nearly frozen, because that's the only way you can... Oh, it's the other way to drink yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you can't taste anything. But this yeah. one, this one's got a bit of flavour. I don't yeah, mind this one. Nice. Yeah, I wouldn't drink a lot, you know, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't drink a lot of it, but it's... Um, I'd have a six-pack for a weekend, good, watch yeah, a couple yeah. of games of footy. And yeah, yeah. I don't mind at all. I like the branding, you know, it's got a good old-school Tassie vibe to it. It's not super sweet. It doesn't have, like... You yeah. can definitely yeah. taste that. Sort of you can taste the grain. Syrupy. It tastes mm. like mm. like malt, like really yeah. nice. Yeah, a little bit of cereal kind of character yeah. to it. It's almost got a little bit of that sparkling ale nose, mm. too. Mm. Yeah, no, it's good. Good one. There's another half a tinny. Should we go... Because I think it's a mark of how good the beer is. We've pretty, yeah. pretty well polished them. We've got to get on to what's pissing Lockie off, yeah? Yeah, all right. I'm going to go get the other half a can. I'm fired up <laughs> about... So what's pissing you off, Lockie? Well, landlords. Landlords. <laughs> One specifically. One specifically. Thankfully, well, I don't know his name, but I do know where he 
where one of the houses he <laughs> he owns is in South Castlemaine. Yeah, uh, no. Nah. Oh, South Castlemaine, right? <laughs> <laughs> took me wow. a sec. Castlemaine's North Northcote now, North, right? North, so yeah. Northcote must be. If South anyone Castlemaine. wants to egg a house once I move out of this joint, <laughs> don't tell the us. address is. Don't say the address. <laughs> So nah. what have, what, what's the landlord done like in a Well, off? we're paying like way too much for this crap, crap house. It's like, it's never been sold, mind you, either. Mm. So it but was it's probably, in it's in Northgate. It was probably built for a thousand bucks. Like, So are you basing how much you're overpaying off how much you were paying in Geelong or how no, much you're now I've paying compar- in Comparatively with all the other people that we know in the area and even looking, because we've been looking for another place for a while because this place is, it's a shithole, really. Yeah. They've, Danielle and Dan, my housemates, have made the best out of a pretty average situation. They moved there out of necessity over COVID because they got kicked out of their other place during lockdown and... Oh, it was one of the later lockdowns and they had, like, agreed to move out. Whatever. Not the point. The house is, like... It's it's a three-bedroom house, but it doesn't have a lounge room. And <laughs> the shower head... So one of the ba- bedrooms is, was the originally the lounge room. One of the bedrooms is now the lounge room. And the lounge room, the lounge room at the time when I, I was moving in. Yeah, so they've sold it, they've rented it as a three-bedroom, but you've converted one of the bedrooms into a lounge room. Yes, so indeed. And right. what was the lounge room was just like this uh, disabled toilet size room that is kind of like an extension of the hallway to the kitchen. Right. And yeah, right. Yeah, which is now our dining room. It fits a dining table, and that's about it. So um, yeah, we bought. So it sounds like sorry. It sounds like he's doing you a favour by putting the round up because you've now you're looking for somewhere else you're going to move out. Yeah, well, yeah, it is true. It's gonna uh, if it works out getting this new joint, it is a blessing in disguise. But still, it's and hopefully just like, the market will sort him out. Nobody will rent it. Yeah, and you know but he it was loses like, out. It's an extra hundred dollars a week out of nowhere, and the place is like the shower head blasts directly out of the wall towards you there's like <laughs> well like a um like a community pool shower yeah, that's just like that exactly. little no when they first moved in it wasn't even like the shower head was just a loose a loose like oh rope. they just dangled down yeah you had to hold it and you know but surely you can like go to the real estate agent and say fix this yeah they've done we don't have heating there's no heating. There's only these electric heaters. We've got a um, split system that doesn't work. And yeah, right. Like, they w- the stove and oven was not working for, like, two weeks before they eventually said, all right. Sounds like... It doesn't sound like it's a gas problem. They thought it was a gas problem, and it was like, obviously, the thing wasn't working. The place smelled like gas. Like, the gas was working. Well, the, yeah, <laughs> the, problem, the problem that I've had with situations like that is that property management Scott with your history you might have a, a pretty good insight into this I could do a uh, property do. managers just the people that aren't quite like cut out for real estate uh, there's a there's a bit of an element to that I think yeah uh, turns property out the managers property managers actually a legend like right. the property managers doing all right it's the owner yeah who is just like yeah 
refuses Well, the property to manager can only do what the owner tells them to do. Exactly. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, they, yeah. they can only do what the owner tells them. And there are some asshole landlords out there. Yeah. There the are problem, plenty of them. The problem I've had with property managers is that you send them an email saying the oven isn't working and then maybe in a week and a half time they'll get back to you and well, go, that's because oh, okay, they've gone back the to the owner. Yeah. Look, there's no question there's a lot of very shit property managers out there. Yeah. A lot of shit ones. And mm. yes, there are. There are, there, there are young people in a job that they don't particularly care about. They're not getting paid any more or less to do a good or a bad job. Mm. They're not like, you know, sales agents who, look, there's plenty of dodgy ones today <laughs> too. And there I are think a lot we of shit ones today. But, but they're agent. motivated, right, by, by commission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably Who's agents probably aren't. Yeah, they get they paid the that. same amount of money whether they do a shit job or a good job. Mm. But, you know, there's also that element of, well, you've emailed them to say can we fix the heater, they go back to the landlord, the landlord doesn't get back to them and probably says, no, tell them to get fucked. And yeah. so they're trying to mull over, how can yeah. we manage Maybe I'll just sit on reply. Yeah. And, they they get and they're probably thinking, yeah, they should fix the heater, but they can't do anything about it. You yeah. know? So there's, oh, I don't know, it's a whole, it's, it's a dodgy Yeah, property manager's actually a nice guy and he's, he was apologetic about the whole thing. I have had some good property managers. Mm. I've had some fucking yeah. shit ones. Yeah. yeah, I've been a property manager, and I've had shit ones as well. So, uh, as a well, sorry, as a landlord, you know. Mm. So, mm. <clears throat> um, I haven't rented a house in a very, very long time. But, um, so yeah, mm. it's it's not it's not easy. At the end of the day, yeah, get out, find yeah. somewhere better. Oh yeah, I hope we do. Claire Sims from Hodges Geelong, <laughs> we love you. You are a fantastic property manager. She's actually great. Did you think I was going to go the other way around? <laughs> Claire Sims from Hodges Geelong. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty. I'm. I'm, I'm she is fabulous. Yeah. I'm certain she'll be listening to this podcast. I hope so. <laughs> I'll send her the link. I've got yeah. her number. She might, be, might be listening while she's on holiday in Mandra. Yeah, I've reckoned, <laughs> I reckon. I reckon it's pretty big over there. It's, it's huge. <laughs> She'll reply in three weeks and say thank you for sending that. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait till the day we're recognised on the street yeah. for our voices. Mm. <laughs> it's a shame because we've got, we got, we got TV faces, don't we? Yeah. You said that to the bloke the other night. Oh, I recognise that voice. Oh, yeah. So, okay, yeah, Rob Cameron from The Pulse, uh, oh, right. who does, um, I think he does like 10 till 12 or something in the mornings. Um, Nick Speak goes in and does like a sport report with him on Monday mornings. Mm. And so Nick come in and sort of introduced me and him and he's like, oh, um, do you know Rob? And I was like, oh, I reckon I know his voice. <laughs> he's like, oh, you're a listener. <laughs> Um, and then turns out he knows dad. There you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he said on the way out that he'd be in contact. Well, did you so tell him about there might be a He's trying to sell some uh, sponsorship. Yeah. He's well, already tried. He, he, we already, we already figured, broke the subject. Figured that would have been <laughs> what it was. But then maybe... But no, he's, he, was happy, he was keen to get us on as a guest, talk about what yeah. we do. Cro- so. Well, I reckon we just cross beer nuts over. Yeah. Take beer nuts live. Guests, mm. well, at, from the pulse. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Let's do it. But uh, fact, yeah, it might, it might be a little way off before, <laughs> before people recognise your voice on the street, Lockie. But you okay. to, before. Oh, Adrian Mandra, when you go over there. He's got to talk louder. I walked into the Tankerville at about 4am on Saturday night to go and play some pool and I walk, I've never been there in my life and I hear, Lockie, freak the <laughs> fuck out. Have you ever been to that pub? No, I've driven past it 
thousands of times. It's but the no, only 24-hour pub that has a 24-hour license in like anywhere in North Melbourne, apparently. Oh, really? um, and I've heard some terrible stories, except we were like, you know, we were bar hopping, all the bars closed, and we're like, somebody wanted to go into town, or maybe they wanted to go to Yaya's or something. I've never been there, and I thought, let's go to the Tankerville. And it looks great from the outside because it's got that Art Deco thing going on. It, it, yeah. it on the inside, it's just like a modern yeah. pokey pub, right. and it is crap. Yeah. And but it's they've got two pool tables, and I don't know, there wasn't anything wrong with it. But I walked in. Are they level? Yes, they're level. The it's a tick. BYOQ. Really? It, no, it's, it isn't. Oh, but you yeah. should. <laughs> I was like, what? But it That's turns out the table. there was this mate of mine who I went to dinner with like a few weeks prior. He was like, Lucky, Trent, what the fuck are you doing? He was like, I don't know. We're just having, we're just playing some pool. Just like, the only place open. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's 4 a.m. on a Monday. It seemed like they'd been there all night though. <laughs> just like, just playing pool. Lucky and his piss-head acquaintances uh, <laughs> yeah. all seem to congregate at the Tankerville yeah. in Melbourne because it's I forgot, to mention, I forgot to mention I was by myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. I reckon that lock and key story was a bit of a guise. You just bumped into the Seager boys at the Tankerville at 4 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that, you could see the Tankerville from the Seager boys Airbnb and I don't know why we didn't think of going there because we were like, we're drinking all these hectic beers and like Do really toiling just... through them and could have just gone down and got a bourbon and coke. <laughs> I asked what they had on tap of the Tankerville. I was like, what are you going on tap? It's like, oh, VB, Carlton, just like all these regular ass beers. Yeah. And Jimmy and Coke. I think they had Furphy was like maybe one of them. And, and then I just Oh, going, that's their craft beer option. Yeah, their craft beer option was Furphy. And I said, oh, maybe I'll just have a bourbon and coke. I thought he was going to kick me out. <laughs> Apparently it's really easy to get kicked out of that oh, really? Yeah. Uh, All right, have we got anything else to wrap uh, up? I think we're uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel right now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I feel like that is just what happens every podcast. Yeah, Yeah. peters out a bit. I think this one, this one might be a next week. Hear about the time I went to Kmart, twenty-four hour. uh, The one time you went to Kmart? I don't know. Last time I've been to Kmart. Probably bought a USB charger for my phone. I think that was about at it. At 4 a.m. in the morning at the 24-hour Belmont came up? Or? Mm, no, it wasn't that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Tonight, I'm going to go to Kmart at 4 a.m. <laughs> just to make, just just to to make an interesting a story, story yeah. next time. Um, anyway, we've covered off all the regulars. What's pissing someone off? What's... Uh, mm. Mr. Uh, Beer. Mr. Beer. And etc. and so forth. Did some serious chat, mom. serious in- industry chat. So all we need yeah. now is the, the, the plug. Hopstohome.com.au, Australia's freshest craft beer club. Mm-mm. Get on board, five fabulous beers uh, every month. You can have a five pack, a 10 pack or a 20 pack. Yeah. Hopstohome.com.au. tuning in to another beer nuts podcast if you like the sound of any of the beers that we're tasting head to hopsterhome.com.au and you can subscribe and be part of it see you in a bit